Good morning, everybody. It's great to be back. What episode is it, Fanny? Episode 7. Oh, oh, 07? Yeah. Oh, snap. It's episode 007. <laughs> it is Dang. 007. And Anyways. then the person that came in was wearing a beret today. I feel like that's like, you know, like perfect. Oh, man. You know, that she was fitting the personality. Yeah. Yeah. And we're eating... Croissant donuts. Croissant donuts. Yeah. Croissant. For all you East Coasters, y'all know it's cronuts. We finally got them here. Have you guys seen that meme? Like, I'm super glad. When they scared that guy, he's like, you don't even drop my croissant. Have you guys seen that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's old. It's yeah. Like uh, from Vine or yeah. something like that. Scare the shit out of Anyways, <laughs> welcome back, everybody. It's Here's to You, episode 007. We got Fanny here. Say what's up, Fanny. What's up, guys? We got M's. Hey, guys. Morning. Sunny morning. Sunny morning. Yeah. And ladies, who's our 007 agent today? <laughs> we have a really special guest today. She is one of my closest friends. She's she's definitely one of she's turned into a best friend pretty quick. Um, she is a um, business owner, a woman-owned business owner. That I said that wrong. Five years into business, a recent wife, a lover of all fur babies. She adopts them and then rehomes them with Wichita Animal Action League. Um, she also plays the electric violin. I don't really know anybody who plays the electric violin. Yeah, that's that, that was a little, yeah. I've never heard of electric violin before. It's a thing. <laughs> apparently, apparently it's cool. It, it made it on the bio. Um <laughs> <laughs> she's in a she's in a band with her husband and um they do stuff like that they're they're true hipsters her husband's a true hipster just kidding he hates what i call him that um but we have the baddest bitch here that's right that's right <laughs> jocelyn galicia <laughs> galicia thank you for having me <laughs> we've been trying to get jocelyn for a while now um and we were trying to Bring in guests in between to at least break up all the... Because then it would have really quickly turned into a podcast about business if we would have, mm-hmm. like, started her off right away. And then done, you know, like we did Connor. And then if we would have done, done Jocelyn, it would have been like, oh, they're going to talk about business and all of them. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, to, we had to be strategic about this. And then also at the same time, not really. <laughs> Sometimes we're a little bit... Jocelyn. How's your morning? It's going great so far. Had a good breakfast, drinking some coffee, still trying to wake up. Mm. Mm-hmm. It is early. You know how it is. Yeah. It is there. I'm not a morning person either. Yeah, I'm not. Definitely Th- not. I this can't. bitch wanted us to record super early, and Dusty and I were what? like, you? No. Yeah, she did. We were like, you're going to be up at that time on a Sunday? She's like, yeah, I'm always up at this time. And what we're time? Like, uh-uh. Like, what was it? She was talking about she wakes up at like 8 a.m., 6 a.m. or something on a Sunday. No, 7. Okay. (laughs) And Uh, it's true. And she still was late. I still woke up at (laughs) 7. Damn. No, Sundays are hit or miss. Sometimes I wake up at 6. Sometimes I wake up at 10. It's just like, it's a Sunday. Yeah. I do what I want. 
Oh, Sunday, Sunday, is, Sunday is a recovery day for basically anybody. Just basically, uh-huh. if you went out out of town, or you basically just came from an event, or going out with your friends, like Sunday mm-hmm. is really meant for recovery day. That's why they have Sundays, and Absolutely. then Monday comes along. Yeah, I I well I I do rarely wake up at 10 a.m. on Sunday. That's early for me on a Sunday. Yeah, like I'll get out of bed at like noon. Yeah, I'm still in bed right now. Yeah, it is. It's true. Yeah, like fuck that. Like, why are you talking to me on a Sunday? It's my day. (laughs) (laughs) I know my phone's on. I do not disturb sometimes. I'm like, oh damn it, my phone's ringing. Do not disturb. Mine's on constant one. I'm I'm a really bad person. (laughs) But you're not a bad person, Jocelyn. Most of the time, (laughs) (laughs) we have our flaws. Yeah, we do. I'm human. Yeah, we're We're all human. human. You're right. We're all human. Yeah. So you started to you auto. You have five years in business. Wanted to hear a little bit about the story to that, because a lot of people tend to think like sometimes when starting a business or like for, for people that seem business is so far fetched to some people that you mm-hmm. have this like negative connotation to business people. You're like people in suits. Mm-hmm. They're money yeah. hungry. They're mm-hmm. greedy. They're this or that. Like you but have when to know what you're doing and then you need all this money to start a business. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, the last episode we have Connor, his mom started only five thousand mm-hmm. dollars with her job, with her um, company. You know, mm-hmm. you could start it with a dollar, too. Absolutely. Yeah, I so mean, we started with three thousand mm-hmm. dollars, um, but we had already started servicing people before that with zero dollars yeah uh, we mm-hmm. were just borrowing because our uh, uh, we were borrowing uh people's tools and just using uh our our computers that we had at the time for school we were mm-hmm. using all the tools just around us and if we didn't have something we would borrow it mm-hmm. so we really mm-hmm. we started with zero dollars you don't have to be an expert to start mm-hmm. a business or have hundreds of thousands of dollars exactly yeah yeah you just need an idea and then the drive to do it so mm-hmm. talk Absolutely. to us about that yeah so this idea started with my cousins mm-hmm. um they were uh doing mobile oil changes to pay for college they were studying engineering mm-hmm. and i was studying entrepreneurship at the time mm-hmm. and they were doing it as like a side gig mm-hmm. and i had approached them and wanted to join their business and do the business side of things and help them grow and manage it mm-hmm. um and the three of us we sat down and we really had a deep conversation about how we could each contribute what we would each do mm-hmm. um all of that and um it that's where i started at my aunt's dining table um i was a freshman in college i was mm-hmm. only 19 at the time and they were also they were juniors Mm-hmm. in college just a whole bunch of college kids yeah mm-hmm. yeah but at that time still like um while you were 19 and you were a freshman in college you're in in high school you were super into business so you still yeah. had some um business acumen and mm-hmm. at the same time not like 100 percent sure right so when mm-hmm. it comes down to like if you had just have the idea and you have the drive to go through it and you're willing mm-hmm. to sit down with people and have an uncomfortable conversation for a mm-hmm. little bit and just put it out there yeah so i had um, some training in business from high school and being in DECA, um, which was the business clubs um, in our high school. And but training and uh, going through classes is completely different than the act- having the actual mm-hmm. scars yeah. of going yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. And now I have tons. I've made so many mistakes. And from mm-hmm. those mistakes, I feel like the next business I start will grow 
10 times faster than Mm -hmm. Tuyuato did at the beginning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's like, I don't remember the guy's, the investor's name, but he's like, he does not invest in in, in anyone who hasn't at least failed twice in business. Mm -hmm. And then that's Mm -hmm. when he will invest in. I think it's Warren Buffett. Buffett? I, I don't wow, know. Yeah. I think it's him uh-huh. who says that he won't invest in any business until they've at least failed twice. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And That's then, cause then they, mm-hmm. he knows this person has grit. Mm-hmm. They've at least learned the stuff that um, doesn't work mm-hmm. and they're just going to continue to do it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of new business owners now and um, like they come to me for advice and it's crazy how they're still, they're talking like they sound just like I did in my first year too. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, oh my gosh, I spent a year trying to do what you just said you're about to do. Let me tell you right now, don't do it. Cause I, mm-hmm. I did the same thing and I went through that rabbit hole mm-hmm. and, um, I lost tons of money and time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's so cool now to be able to help those people and, and show them like what I went through and help them build their business faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's a scar you'd be willing to talk about? Um, yeah, so initially when I first uh, raised my first round of funding, um, I uh, spent that money trying to solve. Obviously, we had problems. We were, um, you know, you have all these uh, things you have to do to grow. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. instead of trying to make my business as efficient as possible using technology, I was throwing money at people. I was like, we need mm-hmm. more customers. And I'm like, who knows marketing? And then I would start paying mm-hmm. this person a full-time salary. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. This was, a, the, like, we were in college, and you were, how, you were, uh, um, I don't remember where you were officing out mm-hmm. about that time, but I do remember you, mm-hmm. you like, work. Work. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. not to cut You're you good. off. Keep going. Yeah. Um, I would basically just hire that person and ask them to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and I spent a lot of money on hiring people that um i did not vet very well Mm -hmm. and so um now if i had a marketing problem it's it's i would take a different approach Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. at solving that yeah yeah um how have your priorities changed when you started um your business uh like like when you first how did your parties change when you first started your business? There we go. Yeah. Like from when I wasn't a business owner to mm-hmm. then becoming a business yeah. owner. Um, I went from, <laughs> I I feel like I went from trying to do well in my classes to not caring about my classes. <laughs> just to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> to just caring about the business. Yeah. You got to do what you got to do. But at this point, you were studying entrepreneurship because when, when you and I met, mm-hmm. it was like junior year and... It, w- it was like junior year for both of us because yeah. we graduated at mm-hmm. the same time. And um, so, like, we were both studying for entrepreneurship, but mm-hmm. you were already doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that, like, that's what it ca- came down to. So, like, it's a yeah. job, right? So you said, like, it started off with, like, I'm going to study business and mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. And I have, and you were, like, full force into it, the business yeah. concepts, the uh, problem-solving solutions and mm-hmm. techniques and all that stuff. You're like, fuck, this isn't working. I need to figure it out. I really 30. think you had an I think you did what you had to do because you had a very inspiring develop idea mm-hmm. and you want to continue to keep growing and growing and growing. I mean, oh, like, yeah. like you would, yeah, college, mm-hmm. you get that done. But also there's like 
it's a whole new world out there when you do your business and everything because Absolutely. you have an idea and you just want to go out and just show everybody the idea that you have mm-hmm. and you just want to make a change for yourself and out there in the community too yeah i also felt like when i was in my classes um i very quickly learned what they were teaching by mm-hmm. doing it mm-hmm. and so in like my mm-hmm. second year they were just going over concepts that i had already like done those things out in the real world mm-hmm. you're like and so i'm like all right this is boring <laughs> go on yeah. to the next could we go yeah. to ch- we're on chapter seven bitch i'm already on chapter 20 <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny my teachers would even sometimes have me go up to the board and present yeah uh, like my personal experience with the topic that we were talking about that day mm-hmm. um so i was just like just give me my a and let me leave <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for sure yeah. Yeah. she's like can you do my job for me please yeah <laughs> yeah right. which no shade uh, like the professors there at wsu mm-hmm. but a lot of them aren't business owners yeah that's yeah so, that's i did true. notice that yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, it does like true. make a difference when you're talking about business and they're not they haven't at least had a failed business or mm-hmm. something yeah to like drive experiences Ex- from yeah for yeah. sure for mm-hmm. sure yeah i have a lot of uh uh, bones to pick with Wichita State University. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> Get your college degrees, kids. Yeah. <laughs> or don't. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> well, whatever your path is. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, your, path whatever is. your path is. You hey, there were some want. good stuff about it because like mm-hmm. there were competitions that you you guys were in because mm-hmm. that's how we met. Um, so like, talk to us about like w- how you guys started, where you guys went, and then like where you're now because like. Yeah. How you started to now and with your cousins. It's so different. So different. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the journey of entrepreneurship. You kind of have to go where the data is taking you, where you're Mm -hmm. finding success. Even if you're trying 10 different things, you take the one path where you see that is benefiting your business the most and the people around you. So um, when we started, we were doing mobile oil changes. I was with my cousins. Mm -hmm. Um, Over the next year... um, uh, they decided to leave the business. And mm-hmm. so um, I had a really tough conversation with myself and I decided to uh, take it on by myself, mm-hmm. even though we were thinking about closing at that yeah. point. But we had already had like several hundred customers. Okay. And I'm like, mm, yeah. I would hate to close something where that is succeeding. Um, yeah. And so they decided to go pursue engineering full time. I took it over. We added mobile auto cleaning so mm-hmm. uh, we go to wherever your car is parked and we detail it completely mm-hmm. um and that quickly became 70 percent of what we were doing yeah and the margins for that were so much higher than the mobile uh, oil changes and tune-ups mm-hmm. and so because people dirty up their cars a lot more yeah. than they need an oil change i Absolutely. mean like you need an oil change but it's not like it's you not don't need monthly. A, oh yeah it's not monthly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You dirty up your car a lot. For every sure. Day. Honestly, it's every day because like. <laughs> <laughs> for Emily, it's every day. For me, it's every day. Like I'm over here like, hmm, I need to go on her website and put my, um, you know, yeah. uh-huh. schedule right now. Oh, yeah. it's funny. My parents always come in town and they're like, hey, we're going to be, we're going to leave the van there for a little bit. Can you get Jocelyn to clean it? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. And I, I don't like even bother explaining to them anymore that Jocelyn doesn't actually clean. That's another yeah. thing that yeah. maybe we could talk about later too. Oh yeah. Working <laughs> on the business versus working mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, 
Where were we? Um, you add auto detailing. detailing. Yeah. 70%. Cool. Yeah. Margins grow. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. And then another thing is like for mechanic work, you have to hire ASC certified mechanics. Mm-hmm. And those are tough to find. Oh, and yeah. uh, you pay them a really good like pretty penny mm-hmm. um, on an hourly basis. And uh, me without any experience on how cars actually work, mm-hmm. managing a team of mechanics is really difficult yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah <laughs> so i learned how to detail um and and we yeah we did detailing so yeah we added subscription plans so we have a lot of busy people that are just get their car cleaned on a monthly basis we take care of it we know where their uh car will be parked every monday at 9 a.m and we just take care of it for them it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. the most effortless way to get keep your car clean for sure for sure and i think that so one one thing too, you just kind of you 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 briefed over it, but mm-hmm. if we kind of go back to it real quick, um, there's a lot of passion businesses. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between a startup and a small business to some degree. Yeah. And um, right earlier on the show, I said that sometimes people have a negative connotation to business, like mm-hmm. they're like greedy people, this mm-hmm. or whatever, money hungry, that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Uh, tell us about how that's not you yeah (laughs) well i know that's not you but like you know like how you went from um it it wasn't fully a passion Mm -hmm. to do mechanic work or do car detailing but it was the passion for Mm -hmm. fill in the blank yeah it's a (laughs) it's a passion um one for making people's lives easier Mm -hmm. because and I will tell you, like, I have heard customers say, like, wow, you changed my life. Like, mm-hmm. be, and no, you do like because <laughs> you imagine imagine if you never have to worry about cleaning your car mm-hmm. and it just always stays clean. You get up in the morning, you go in your car to drive to work and it's always smells good and it looks beautiful and you're freaking proud. And mm-hmm. it helps with your mental health every morning to get in a car that's clean and drive to work because it makes you feel like you have your life together. And you that's just true. like. You spend so much time and money on getting like a car that you love mm-hmm. and then um, and it gets dirty and then you you start getting in it and getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's, it's kind of true. It's yeah. different. It because starts your morning differently. It's true because my car, I'm I practically live in my car because I go from work, <laughs> home or everywhere I have to go, you know, and um when I see my car dirty, I'm like, fuck, I need to get my life together. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Um, I need yeah. to get my life together. I need to go ahead and clean my car. But and then it adds has, more stress to you. Yes. And yeah. who has the time to fucking clean your car, you know? Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's hey. a little bit like that concept of like, I don't know. I think there's a book that's called make your bed in the morning mm-hmm. or, you know, so it's like similar. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like the, the cleanliness of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, oh, go ahead. Um, oh, I was going to say there's one more th- real quick thing. Also, mm-hmm. like I am into sustainability. And mm-hmm. um, so our exterior washes, the average wash takes 35 gallons of water per per car. Um, in the U.S., people spend, I think it's 30 trillion gallons of water or 30 billion. It's an, a crazy yeah, that's number. So, that's a a pretty, yeah, that's, that's a lot of zeros. Yeah. And <laughs> we only use one gallon of water Damn. per car. So we, we save a lot of mm-hmm. of water yeah. every time we clean a car. Mm. And that shit's spotless, y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it like, is true. I got yeah. my car cleaned one time, and I was like, um, I don't know who came, but mm-hmm. someone came, and he's like, I'm here to clean your car. I was like, yeah, here. I unlocked it and everything, and I'm yes. watching him from the window. I was like, dude, look at him go. He's just like, 
going at it. I think, <laughs> yeah, I think we were awesome. drinking that day. Yeah. We were at Dee's house. We I were all at Dee's house. Yeah. yeah. That's been, funny. And he yeah. was just cleaning my car. And then I was, and I gave him like a good tip. And I was like, dude, you did an amazing job. I was like, you yeah. went under and everything. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, and he's Aww. like, he's like, I found a French fry. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I have to see who, I have to see who it was. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm going to go back and see. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I got everything. The French fry and everything. I was like, oh. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so we already talked about how you guys mm-hmm. met already, right? We met in a... Do you want to tell Yay. them how we met? <laughs> yeah. I want to hear this story. I think Jocelyn should tell it. Sure. Actually. Yeah. Yeah, Do okay. It. All right. Because this show's about you. <laughs> it's about Jenny us. talks about himself, herself all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Emily hates when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'll talk about you for you. <laughs> <laughs> do That's it. funny. Oh, so we both went to Wichita State. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure we had had classes together probably, and I would see her in passing. But um, I, where we actually started talking was at the Kansas Entrepreneur Challenge. Challenge yeah. yeah. Yes. So um we all are there was a whole bunch of us with companies at wichita state university and we drove up to another city to compete for prize money to launch our ventures Mm -hmm. and um i saw fanny presenting there and i was like "Ooh, she looks hispanic like me (laughs) and she's into business and you were up there you know talking about your company that you had started and blah 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 and i was like it was a failure it was well (laughs) it was was part of the class huh yeah it was part of the class but it was like a true thing like these were it was a group of biomed students and um it was learned a lot of hard stuff but it was good Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah but you did a great job up there and i was like okay i need to talk to her because we probably have a lot in common and so we did. We started talking, and then um, um, we started going on dates. Yeah, we Friend totally dates. we totally went on dates. Like I <laughs> saw Jocelyn, and I was like, "Wow, she's Mexican, and she likes business." I don't have a lot of friends like that, mm-hmm. and I was like, "I'm in love with her already." <laughs> I swear, I fall in love with everybody. <laughs> Dee called me out the other day, and she was like, "Okay, bitch, you just said that this person's your soulmate, and <laughs> this person, yeah. and this person, yeah. and me." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I just like people sometimes. <laughs> Contrary <laughs> to popular belief. But no, Jocelyn was like a fucking badass. Like, Aww. she was like killing it. She was like in, because um, again, this is when you and your cousins are also with the business. So mm-hmm. this is, um, oh God, what was it called? Car. Mobile cartoon. Mobile cartoon. This yeah. was when it was mobile cartoon. Mm-hmm. And um, you guys are like doing so much. And I, I remember that I was just like, I'm just going to network with her. I'm going to mm-hmm. talk to her because she seems so cool. Yeah. <laughs> going to network. Yeah. And then um, we go on a couple of dates mm-hmm. before we um, finally like make the, the transition of like, so do you drink? Do you what? So like, let's yeah. say it's like Saturday night hypothetically hypothetically what would you be doing around like 8 p.m 9 p.m hypothetically hypothetically though yeah like <laughs> like would you be doing like a couple of shots would you be drinking hypothetically tea or <laughs> yeah what, would you be at home cozied up or would or you be like downtown causing a or are you trying ruckus? to go to fever yeah <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> do you <Yeah>. do drugs <laughs> hypothetically <laughs> <laughs> basically yeah, yeah yeah but it was a couple of times before we were like 
you know you have to you have to be careful when you meet someone mm-hmm. that like you meet someone professionally and you don't want to like burn that bridge yeah you don't want to cross that line too early yeah yeah yeah. you just like want to like be able to tread lightly and we did tread lightly Mm -hmm. and then and then we got drunk yeah (laughs) basically because both of you guys personality is really strong that's why you guys are both alpha women and you guys okay okay high five because if it's not fanny's way it's not going it's not if it's not fanny's way or jocelyn's way it's gonna go it's very different way. It's gonna go sideways. <laughs> it's gonna go sideways. Yes. <laughs> you guys are oh. both. You guys are. I, I don't know. You guys both are really an amazing women. Aww. Honestly, we're talking about Jocelyn though. I know, let's, but let's like, talk but about honestly, let's go but back like, to her. guys, both of you guys. No, let her. Let her finish. <laughs> both of you guys are both have a passion about what you guys both love to do, and then you don't get that a lot with other other females too because yeah. other females be like i i like to do well this. it's because females were brought up to be super humble yes yeah. yes yeah. yes you know it's like someone asks for our opinion and we're like oh no no like no yes. whatever you want you know or yeah. or mm-hmm. well what do you want yeah absolutely that's fine you yeah, know like we could go what you want to do that's how we were raised yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah yeah but i feel like it takes a lot to break out of that it and it does yeah because like both of us kind of were raised similarly in that because mm-hmm. you know we're, and emily too like when we talk we're 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 pretty similar in the culture dynamic mm-hmm. of that how we were brought because up. we both all come from a big family too as well mm-hmm. and we're very family oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just basically know how to share a piece of a plate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you can people have, pleasing though you could say to yes. some degree because mm-hmm. exactly. like I remember growing up like it used to be like um, the uh, the woman my, in my family would eat after the guys yeah. so like oh, wow, yeah. when we would be at parties and stuff like it was the kids and the and my aunt mm-hmm. uncles mm-hmm. yeah and then it would be them last and yeah. then i remember Aww. that like one year i don't even remember how old i am but like one year my aunt's mm-hmm. fine one of my aunts finally goes fuck this i'm eating too i'm yes. hungry i made the food i put <gasps> a lot of work into this mm-hmm. that's my mom and and so like yeah mm-hmm. and then it just but it was like that for a really long time mm-hmm. like i would notice like things like that and i remember that like growing up like my my parents would always be like why can't you be more like your other cousin she always listens she's this and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm not saying there's anything wrong with that but all yeah. i'm saying is that sometimes you're wrong yeah <laughs> yes. yeah and yeah. i don't want mm-hmm. to and someone it's needs to tell you you're wrong exactly. yeah absolutely <laughs> mm-hmm. I, my parents uh very traditional asian parents they like to compare to you to other people's kids sometimes yeah mm-hmm. i hate when my parents do that yeah. they're like look at this she's married she's getting married to a doctor blah mm-hmm. blah and i'm like okay you know what <laughs> he has a lot of debt then <laughs> he has a lot of debt he has a lot of debt then. that is hilarious he's gonna put me in that and what no Uh that that's gonna be in my name too so no peace out no yeah i noticed the same things like being Mm -hmm. the oldest woman um Mm -hmm. the oldest female child of my parents my parents have i have an older brother Mm -hmm. and so he was raised obviously before me through his teenage years and Mm -hmm. he would go out and he would party and my family would be like okay yeah have fun you know (laughs) he'd get back hung over at like 6 a.m and my mom would be like jocelyn make sure not to make a lot of noise right now because your brother's hungover right you're like what (laughs) the fuck and like dude and then when i turned the same age if i were to stay out past like 11 Mm -hmm. it was a big deal and i'm like why yeah i'm like why my brother did it why can't i do it and so and then they would they would like try to reprimand me by like taking my phone and then i would just still go anyways because i'm like 
the fact that my brother could do it and I can't just because I'm a woman mm-hmm. means that your opinion's invalid. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to do it. <laughs> You're like, and, peace out. Yeah. yeah. I had such mm-hmm. a hard time. I got kicked out at 18. So, <laughs> yeah. I ran away yeah. many, many times with my parents. <laughs> yeah. And I, oh. I still managed to come back. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to come back. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> Look at me now. I'm living with him again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, when I was little, um, so I'm the oldest um, girl in the family, first born, first girl, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I have a little brother. Well, when I was little, I couldn't even spend the night at my cousin's house either because mm-hmm. they're like, you know, the, but the dad's yes. like, yeah. the mom's, yes. what but about, what about the uncle? You yeah. don't know. Yeah, what you don't know him. Hay niños allí, uno nunca sabe. Yeah, you never know. Whatever, you whatever that know. means, but yeah, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> nunca sabe. Right? <laughs> yeah, literally. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're just like, why can't I, why is everybody else could do it, but mm-hmm. I can't? You're like, uh-huh. do you want to go live with them? And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Right, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay here. <laughs> oh my God! So speaking of a family and growing up with a family, you've also started to have a um, you, you've done a lot of really cool stuff within entrepreneurship, either in the Wichita mm-hmm. community mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the blocks. Mm-hmm. You were in a recent reality TV show. Yes. Oh, that was such a cool experience. Yeah. Yes. Let's hear a little bit about that. Yes, the blocks. Um. It's it was a one week long experience. We um, they had five thousand applications, mm-hmm. and there was twenty of us on season two. Mm-hmm. Like so, it was a long process getting chosen. But um, once they 20. did mm-hmm. again, a bad bitch. That's right. Always a bad <laughs> Thank bitch. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like who would go into a reality TV show? Yeah. Jocelyn. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I drove up to Kansas City. People flew in from all around the country, and we all had to live in the same two um, houses. Mm -hmm. Um, We each got our own room, thankfully, each business. Real real world. (laughs) Yeah, basically. There was was some drama. There was a lot of partying. There was was, a lot of running around at 3 a.m. in the mansion while everybody else was sleeping. Like. But no, that wasn't filmed because the camera crew would would go to bed at like twelve. So that's awesome. that's <laughs> now do they, do they stay there too in the same mansion as well? Yeah, um, all yeah. of them, mm-hmm. everyone, even the, the whole like the, the uh, host and everything. Yeah, everyone. Dang, mm-hmm. that's a full house. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a full house. It was. It was really fun though. Um, and every day we'd wake up, and then at ten a.m. we would get emailed. Um, like the topic for the day and the mm-hmm. slides, mm-hmm. then we would have to studying them, study them until eleven a.m. At eleven a.m. we started. So you only classes. had an hour. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. At eleven a.m. we would start our <laughs> first class for the day. Mm-hmm. So we would do a two-hour class. Mm-hmm. Then we would have lunch. Mm-hmm. Then we'd come back to uh, start filming again, and we would do a competition on the day's topic. Mm-hmm. So we would apply that the whatever we just learned into our businesses. Yeah. Um, sometimes they were like quizzes sometimes they were um do a 10 minute presentation about blah 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 mm-hmm. and they'd give us topics or it's like, like sell me this rules. pen <laughs> basically mm-hmm. and then we would um do a consultation with mm-hmm. a mentor um which was all filmed then we would go to have dinner um and then we'd go back to filming and they would choose the top three people for the day. And then those top three people would compete 
again mm-hmm. in front of everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd be done filming by like 10 or 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the partying would start. <laughs> for the irresponsible hey. ones yeah. 10 or 11 p.m though that's a we, long ass day yeah, long days like yeah i will have a drink week. too as well yeah the first two days i was like no way i'm not going out i need to be refreshed mm-hmm. and like ready for the next day because i was like in competition mode mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 but it was so funny once i actually started uh hanging out and drinking with people i built some great relationships and the next day I was more calm and that's when I started doing better in my competitions. Aww. Like when I would wake up hungover. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess that's the secret. Yeah, you're you like know? you're like, this is feeding into my alcoholism, <laughs> my addiction. Yeah. Yeah. We made a whole podcast so about drinking too, so Did you really? <laughs> I mean funny. like that's what we're about to do in a second. Oh yeah. Oh, this whole thing. Yeah, I I forget because I'm sipping my tea right now. So (laughs) we're good right now, guys. I'm drinking coffee, so I'm like, bring on the alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) You're pumped. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I feel this. Oh, I feel the masculinity that's doing now. (laughs) (laughs) You, you really. I'm sure that like for those that are listening right now, like you see the level of our energy going up. Like at the start of the show, we were like, "Hey guys, how's the morning? Yeah, so cool." Like I said in the yeah. beginning, I was Tired. like, I need to take my anxiety medication real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that because this is a group of people that when I hang out with you guys, we always like our energy gets progressively mm-hmm. better and better. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's really special when you find a group of people like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We feed off each other's energy we're a little too much, much sometimes. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're a good group. I love us. I honestly. love us. No lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get into some good stuff, some good stories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but what are what's your favorite story from the blocks? Sorry, I was just thinking about that video of you falling off that bike. <laughs> 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 like you said, it's about our good stories. <laughs> I want everybody stuck to on repeat <laughs> in my head. Hey, that's that video We're that gonna, lives rant free in my head. Hey, hey, that is gonna be on our thumb line in our in, on our Instagram. Danny falling off that, that bike because who is next to her when she fall off that bike? Was it you? You're, this bitch. I wasn't even there. But. She, she doesn't even help me up. She, you see it in the video that she just like looks over <laughs> and that's uh. it. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, all right, I'm riding a bike, and then I. So I'm like, oh my god, this bitch is falling. Oh shit, this bitch oh, is no, really not, not even that. So we're we're really we're all fucked up mm, at really, this point of really the night. Really intoxicated. Oh, I could tell. Right. Yeah, yeah, we're very drunk. Really, really. And I don't even know what time of the night this is, but we're drunk. Mm. And um, none of us knew. I did not know that I fell off a bike. None of us. You see, didn't know. No, no, we don't. Wait, know. the next day. Yeah, until know. the next day. Oh, <laughs> we don't know. None of us know this until the very next day because oh we um, we're all like. You know, we're all waking up and everyone's getting picked up to go to brunch. Mm-hmm. And one of our friends just randomly sends me this video and then he sends it to everybody else. Uh oh. <laughs> it's the video of me falling off the bike. And when I was like, what? Bitch, Guys, I I'm fell. Re- I'm rewatching this video right now. I grabbed, I had my hand out right here. <laughs> I you tried. I fucking <laughs> tried. I fucking tried. If you watch oh, this yes. video, that's my favorite. Connor, you have to watch it. <laughs> my hand my hand was lit my arm was out there I don't think seen this video oh my god Dusty has never seen that that was one of the Look. first videos I ever probably showed him oh, of no, you press play oh I, I thought I did oops sorry 
<laughs> you see, so my arm was literally out there extending for her. So I don't know why this bitch is saying I just watched her. Because I really did try I to get her. <laughs> so don't even say that I didn't try to get you, bitch. But I did watch you fall, though. And it was pretty funny. Because you're, because like, <laughs> I don't even remember. I thought she got it. I'm like, all right, this bitch got on the bike. And then, whoop, all went downhill. No. And I'm like, <gasps> Damn, this bitch fell. <laughs> you know how everybody's like, oh my God, are you okay? If you listen to the audio in the video, we're mm-hmm. laughing our asses. Oh, no, I bet. Everyone is. Yeah, and, it's actually and then, really funny. And then, like, we no, but you hear Selena in the back. She's like, oh my God. Yes. And then, like, you hear everybody just laughing. And then we're just like, oh my God, she did fall. Until <laughs> so Selena said so. Because everyone's brains were so slow because yeah. y'all were drunk. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the worst thing is that the bikes, you can't even work them at that time of the yeah. night. Yeah. Like, uh, we get on the you bikes because we were drunk. They'll still fall. Yeah. Like, we, lawsuit yeah we get on the bikes because we're drunk that is me that's it like we're just like ha 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 let's ride bikes can you get pulled over for driving a bike riding a bike drunk yes Uh yeah uh-huh uh-huh damn that's true that's that's evidence it happened to me and destin (laughs) (laughs) i was was, i was on a moment yes i was right (laughs) i was with my family trip and destin and we're just i was drinking a beer at the Mm. same time riding and they had a little basket there and i put the beer right there my phone and we're Mm. just riding around all of a sudden here's a cop and a bike and i'm like fuck is this guy coming after me like i didn't even oh. do anything so he turns around and he comes up like and just like swoosh in oh. front of me you know and then i'm just like Ur! in my in my bike and he's like you know you cannot ride and drink at the same time and i'm like oh i didn't know that i was like i'm from kansas i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's the excuse for everything i'm from kansas <laughs> i'm from kansas i don't I know, know. <laughs> all right we really just put our demons out there jocelyn you have to tell us a drunk story now yeah. a drunk story yes yes, yes. okay you well you said now. a story from the blocks i guess okay um, or whatever whatever no, you're comfortable it, with yeah whatever you're comfortable yeah Okay, actually, I have a pretty good drunk story. Mm-hmm. Not from the locks. Um, <laughs> I love it. Okay, so uh, the apartment complex that I used to live in, mm-hmm. um, you could sneak up onto the roof. Mm-hmm. And there's it's downtown, so there are three like really tall buildings all next to each other. Mm-hmm. So um, I hopped into the roof next to us, and it was a parking garage. And then there's a ladder, and you can go up into another building's rooftop. Mm-hmm. And so I went with a friend, mm-hmm. and... We climbed up there and we were sitting um, at the very top off of Douglas, Mm -hmm. like with our feet down, just kind of having deep conversations and like swinging our feet back and forth and talking. (laughs) And then we see somebody that looks like they're looking up at us and we're like 13 stories up and we like wave, you know, (laughs) 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 this guy. Yeah, hey, come on, hang we out. got drinks. <laughs> yeah, we were not that Champagne drunk. Shower. But <laughs> Is it raining? <laughs> <laughs> so then, um, a cop pulls up. Yeah, and then it looks like the guy's pointing at us, talking to the to the cop. Uh-huh. And we're like, oh my god, are they are they pointing at us? Oh my gosh, are we trespassing? Oh sh. You know, so we like get scared and we like run. We run back to our apartment complex. We get down, um, and my friend who I was with goes downstairs, Mm -hmm. and he texts me like later, or he calls me actually, and he's like, "Um, "Did you see that there's like eight police officers now down there (laughs) and a crowd of people?" I'm like, "No, oh my gosh, like what? Yeah, was it because like why?" He's like, 
they think someone jumped off the building oh, that we were on. <laughs> And they're looking to see if there's to make sure there's no body or anything. Yeah. So they were. Uh, so yeah. there was just like it was a whole scene, and he was just asking people like, "Oh my gosh, what happened?" Yeah, you know? and they were I telling him when it was him up there. I would be that person going down there <laughs> oh casually. We'll be looking up there. Yeah, <laughs> like, what's what's going on? And you're yeah. like, did you see someone fall? No, no one was up there. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit. Oh wait, <laughs> wait, 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 I, I, I was up at that building. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't catch us, so that was good. Unless yeah. they watch this po- or hear this podcast, then yeah. But they won't guys. remember. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, remember. hopefully not. It's a nonsense. It, it wasn't insult. on the news, so it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's a fun story case. from recently. <laughs> was it 48 hours? The first 48 hours. Yeah, <laughs> the first 48. <laughs> yep. Oh man. Um, man, we have some really good stories. What What's a good story from the blocks? Um, let's see. Well, we ended up seeing, I don't know if this, okay. We ended up, uh, hanging out one night and one of the girls was like trying to twerk, but she mm-hmm. couldn't. And I'm like, girl, I will teach you. <laughs> and so bad bitchler. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so me and you gotta help a girl out. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, that ass not shaking. I'm gonna show you. Uh huh. So I taught one of my friends from high school how to twerk, and so oh, I was yeah, like, it was in her speech. It was perfect. Yeah, she did a really good job. She, she did. really did. And she yeah. twerked she did. in front of everyone at the wedding. She yeah, did. It was so good. She did. Yeah. So it's I was like, bounce. okay, maybe I can take this. shout out to you Anna. i love you um (laughs) so i was like okay i think i'm gonna try to teach her and then like there was a few other people also trying to teach her we were all trying to teach her um and there were no cameras or anything so we're like whatever it is what it is we're all just having a good time Mm -hmm. and the next morning i'm doing my interview to start the day and they're like so um i heard there was some twerking going on last night can you tell me a little bit about that yeah i'm like (laughs) No, <laughs> this is not what I want to be on TV. <laughs> you're about be, me, you're gonna be that girl, like, oh, the girl known to twerk. I know. <laughs> I hope not, but we'll we'll see what they. That's the scary part, cause we did a lot that week. You know, yeah. I had some breakdown <laughs> moments. I had some great moments, and I had some embarrassing ones too. And they're all caught on tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't know which ones they're gonna choose. Yeah, to use. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, I think like. That's also one of the reasons why we like to invite people on the show is because, like, you're human, mm-hmm. first of all. First mm-hmm. and foremost, you're human. It doesn't matter what title you have. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. how much is in your bank account, what you're mm-hmm. driving, what you're doing, where mm-hmm. you're going after this, mm-hmm. you know, like, or how you woke up in the morning. Like, mm-hmm. you're human. You've made mm-hmm. mistakes. Mm-hmm. You've Absolutely. also had embarrassing moments. Oh, yeah. And you've had some good ones. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. like, I think that's that's what we want to highlight is like we tend to think that like success is like some really really big thing mm-hmm. that you have to like hit this huge milestone but like mm-hmm. yeah success is or you like have to be your, perfect or yeah and it's not like success is what it is for you yeah. name cleaning one, your fart. sorry name one thing that you learned from the block like mm-hmm. that you would take for yeah. your everyday life um the blocks mm-hmm. empowered me to feel like I can do anything because mm-hmm. it was such a difficult, challenging mm-hmm. environment and it was so fast paced. And um, I have I had a fear of public speaking, like a crippling fear where I've like embarrassed myself on stage and froze and completely forgot how to mm-hmm. talk even. Mm-hmm. And the blocks, I improved so much in just seven days. And the last day they asked me to do an 
like an impromptu thing mm-hmm. and i had 60 seconds to prepare and um i did and well, i haven't seen it but I, I think i did pretty well and mm-hmm. and for my own like i i could i showed myself that i had improved so much mm-hmm. that i feel like now like i can turn a weakness into a strength if needed mm-hmm. you know just mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. repetition and hard work yeah so. thank you congratulations that's a good thing (laughs) thanks so i think um we're coming up at a good time to take a quick break Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. and um start preparing for the drink (laughs) um emily you want to lead us into asmr should we just go into a break or dusty everybody just be quiet for like 10 seconds okay When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, guys. It's me, Emily. I am being the host today because fuck Fanny. Just fuck kidding. Oh. <laughs> Shots fired. Welcome back, guys. Um, we're here with me, Fanny, Dusty, what up, guys? and Jocelyn, our 007 guest. Hey, hey, hey. Well, guys, just to let you know that uh, me and Fanny did like a, you know, adventure in here at downtown Wichita. Fanny over here is... We got some good cardio in. We did got some good cardio in. They left me. (laughs) By myself. In the bathroom. (laughs) I knew you were safe there, so that's why. Okay. (laughs) I wanted a cardio with you guys. (laughs) Um, Fanny, so Ruby's not here with us today. It's okay. You know, we, we improvise. We got Fanny making drinks again, so... We remember how that went. Yeah. We were pretty intoxicated. Um, we will be intoxicated again. Exactly. Uh, so, Fanny, please tell us what are you making today, bartender? Uh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are making a French 75. It is still 5 o'clock somewhere. So, as you know, mm-hmm. it is definitely not 5 p.m. here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, we thought we needed to make a breakfast drink. Jocelyn loves gin. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, <laughs> but she does. It tastes like citrus. Does it? Yes. I've never actually had. Let me take. Let me taste this shot. It's not a shot. Do you? Do you? Is gin like a shot drink? No, but I have taken gin shots. If you guys, that's funny. <laughs> Here, pass her this water, guys. Oh, <laughs> I'm her. There's water. Yeah. <laughs> If y'all saw Fanny's face, it was horrible. <laughs> oh my god! What? Nobody takes gin shots. Mm-hmm. No. I don't know. Only, only, only Fanny will fall for that shit. I don't know. Like how she fell off that bike. That's how she she fall for this shot. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I don't drink shit like this. That's All okay. Right. It's okay. So we're making a French seventy-five, mm-hmm. which consists of. Um, so it's one ounce of gin. 
I'm not actually going to uh, measure that shit in ounces. I'm going to have a little shot glass that's shaped like a skull, and that's what I'm using. You have the Hispanic, <laughs> like, yep, this is how much we need. Does. Yes. A half ounce of lemon juice, a.k.a. lemonade from Starbucks, because we just ran a whole ass mile for this damn lemonade. <laughs> Jocelyn, I ran in Uggs for you. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, two dashes of simple syrup and then two ounces of champagne. Mm. <laughs> Sounds really, 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 really great good. ASMR right there. Wasn't it? Uh, no, actually, I'm, I'm being really sexual, and I just thought yeah, of something else. <laughs> <laughs> you get a lot of practice being that. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, real good at that. Shut up, guys. Dusty. <laughs> hey. All right. So, Emily, you can go ahead and start. I'm going to make the drinks. All right. Go ahead and do the ASMR thing in there. Okay. Look at her go. Oh. So this is the lemonade from Starbucks that Emily almost tripped over. <laughs> I did. This is a shot of gin. Don't ever take a shot of gin. <laughs> Emily, you should have brought your Crocs and put them in sport mode instead. <laughs> Honestly, I really, I should have. I was going to wear my Crocs literally, but yeah. then I just slipped on these boots and left. Mm. Two dashes what a shame. of simple syrup. I think that's a dash. It's like, <laughs> it's like two shots of vodka. The video with the lady. A yes. little bit of lime juice. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound. <laughs> and then we shake with uh, not a, a shaker bottle, but it's all right. This is why we don't do a video for mm. this. <laughs> Everything with skulls. So cute. That's all, that's all I own. Yeah, <laughs> all she that's owns. all Fanny. <laughs> I don't know how to shake. Just go like this. Shake, just shake it. Yeah, there we mm -hmm. go. Mm -hmm. Look at you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh oh. Okay. Oops. Oh. Got a napkin right here. Thank you. God, what a child. <laughs> I told you I don't know what I'm doing. It's okay. We don't have the professional equipment. We don't. Oh. Flip it. Flip it. No, no, like just take this one. <laughs> You got it. Smell. You got it. Smell it. What does it smell like? Not good. Like daisies. Mm. <laughs> like something I would never order. The shit that you do for this podcast, I swear. No, the no, shit that you for do real. for me. Yeah, literally <laughs> the shit I do for you. <laughs> I'd never. Oh, wait. Hold on. I don't want to um, get any ice in here. Just use your hands to take out the ice. That's all no. <laughs> 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 Can you pass me the champagne, please? Connor, Louis, please. That's a pet peeve of mine is people putting their hands in liquid stuff. Mm. Oh. Um, so while Fanny's making this drink, let's talk. Let's talk about environmental sustainability. Sustainability. Yeah. <laughs> As you can tell, English is not my strongest. Oh, okay, Connor. <laughs> Connor here is just drinking champagne. Yeah. <laughs> Pine cones and um and dirt. dirt. I don't know. Yeah. Wipes his ass with leaves and eats pine cones with breakfast. Is that what that was? Mm -hmm. The quote? Mm -hmm. With his croissants. With his croissants. <laughs> That's right. But yeah. Try it, Jocelyn. Okay. It's it looks gorgeous. Look at this beautiful thing. Someone take a picture of this. <laughs> Oh, so 
Oh, so I really don't know anything about environmental. Uh, this is delicious. Is it? Dude, try it. Nuh-uh. Oh, come- <laughs> Fanny, you have to. It it just tastes like like lemonade and oranges. That's how you know it's fake. Wow, it's delicious. Someone hire me. Okay. Literally hire her right now. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I don't know anything about environmental. Um, whatever that word is. Sustainability. Yeah. Yes. Um. But give me a definition of it so I can act, like maybe a think. definition. Well, whatever it is, what it is about or, you know, explanation um, um, examples, what I can. OK, learn. yeah, I must be truthful with you. I don't know what that means. OK, yeah. Um, so I got it passionate about it recently. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, because climate change to me is mm-hmm. one of the most pressing issues that we have in this world because if we do not so- do something about it there will be no future for our children or for animals or for anything mm-hmm. living on this planet so it's more like climate change right yeah okay. so yeah so living sustainably is one of the many different things that we can do mm-hmm. to improve um our impact on the planet mm-hmm. um so living sustainably basically means that you're living with the least amount of negative consequences to the planet around you. Mm-hmm. So doing so, like getting your toilet paper f- from bamboo instead of cutting down trees because uh. bamboo grows a lot faster and um, you can keep replacing uh, the bamboo and so uh, that's why they like change. That's why they like change that. with plastic straws to paper straws, right? Correct, like that. Okay, because the plastic straws, you know, uh. they get into the ocean. They get. They just. They, it takes mm-hmm. so long for them to degrade and become part of the earth again mm-hmm. that it's such a problem, whereas paper, you can, it degrades a lot faster. So you know how, like, people, um, they have pillows that are, like, bamboo now? Is that is that what is involved with it, too? I'm not sure about pillows. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, because some people don't know what it means. Like, you yeah. know, if, like, if any, like, you know the first generate like you know not first generation people but like no. people who are like me broken english you know don't really understand a lot of things yeah you know maybe they won't understand you don't have broken english but I, I feel like i do i do really do um so basically so let's say like los angeles they yeah. have the biggest pollu- air pollution and ba- well not biggest but like there's yeah. some air pollution everywhere basically yeah. in the united states um so how would you think how we could do change that to make clean air? What yeah. do you think? Because um, you know how there's electric there's like electronic cars now too. Yeah. But not a lot of people could. Um, so the the big air pollutants come from uh, not only transportation but also like factories and mm-hmm. com- large companies that are polluting the air. And I really believe that that will only change with. Uh, policies mm-hmm. and government yeah. because if there's no financial incentive for a company to stop uh, polluting the environment mm-hmm. they're not going to because they're just going to keep doing it and making as much money as possible mm-hmm. regardless of the consequences yeah. everyone's financially incentivized and um, it really comes down to our lawmakers and policy to that will have to change and add either like the carbon tax mm-hmm. or um, require carbon offsets mm-hmm. or and just things like that there's I'm sure there's countless of other ways to do it but um, it comes down to policy yeah um, 
I know I know for sure that um, later on, like, you know, how, like you said, some come with a transportation, some from, like, factories and stuff. I really think, I think it's a good idea that everybody should really learn about this because I don't know. Th- Absolutely. I don't know how to recycle. I try uh-huh. to re- recycle. I'm still learning, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I get so much shit talk from everybody mm-hmm. saying that, oh, Emily, why do you need a straw when you could just drink it out of the cup, you know? But. Yeah. I'm like, uh. I don't know. It just tastes very differently. But, you know, it's tough. Yeah, it, it's tough. But, like, I would love to change that, too. Because yeah. even, the, like, in, you know, I've been, la- like I told you earlier, I've been listening. I've been watching fish videos lately. Yes. <laughs> you know? But, like, the this YouTuber I watch, he loves the ocean. And, like, mm-hmm. he even shows, like, documentary, he'll go out there and see all this trash in the, yeah. in the ocean. So and, sad. Yeah. And then, like, all these, like, like they say save the turtles and yeah. save everything like i yeah. feel so sad because like everybody is like putting all their dreams. i'm just dropping shit fanny, <laughs> fanny is making trying, a mess over here fanny is trying to make a drink you guys so a little messy but her drinks are bomb let me tell you i have to be the judge of this because girl try it i'm an alcoholic so i mean <laughs> i'm here. a co-host of this hey take right, take this me, right now let me taste you tell us I'm going to need a second one. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Emily, where did you see bamboo pillows? I think I've seen them too. Do you get Groupon emails? Emily? Is that where you see them? Emily uses straws, y'all. She don't know much. See, like that. I'm telling you guys. <laughs> that tastes really Emily, good. I'm going to let you borrow some of my easy read books. Yeah. And you can start educating yourself on this topic, which I feel like everyone should do. Because I really don't know anything about it. It matters. Like, it, and it does matter. Like, I... And... Don't get me wrong. I will yeah. love. I'm I'm changing my ways on recycling because my parents don't recycle, and I've noticed how much water bottles that we use at our house. Yeah, and I'm just like, why are we doing Not so only much that, water bottles? But think about how much money you guys could be saving by just drinking a uh, tap water. Like we put mm-hmm. a hundred dollar filter on our in our sink mm-hmm. in our kitchen sink, and now we have filtered water. So like, and we're fridge, gonna save money because we don't have to buy fridge, water bottles. There's a filter water too as well. And I tell yeah. my parents, I'm like, why don't we drink this water? Yeah. My mom is the opposite of it because like it baffles me sometimes because my mom has like a purified water and also spring water, and she's like, uh-huh. it tastes so different. And I'm like, you're ba- you're the reason why you're killing everything in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I told her, she's like, I was like, why don't you use tap water and mm-hmm. then just like you know let the heat evaporate all that stuff? And she goes, yeah. no, it tastes different. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So mm. Asian parents is just really di- very different. You know, I I found it difficult. There's a lot of people that just don't know the impact that. There, yeah. there are even minor actions have mm-hmm. on the planet. I mean, look at and us they just in don't December. think about it. Like we should be having cold weather. We're literally having seventy-six degree weather, and that means that's scary because that means like that basically most of most part of the, this world is mm-hmm. gonna be literally in water because I don't know. Am yeah. I just stupid or am I? What I'm saying? No, like yeah, like if we the keep ice is melting, up. sea levels yeah. rising because. It's getting warmer. Yeah. yeah. It should yeah. not be like no, yeah. almost 70 in December. Not only that, either. but think about like the plastic that you like is getting into the ocean. These fish are eating it. Not only are they uh, not only are they getting hurt. They don't know. Correct. Um, not only are they getting hurt, but they're being fished. Fishermen are yeah. catching them and then mm-hmm. feeding them to us. So then we end up consuming this plastic mm-hmm. and mercury and other bad things that mm-hmm. these fish ha- are getting mm-hmm. 
and then from there and then we're getting sick cycle. yeah and we are getting sick too so it's like literally just going around and your around one and straw around. impacts could impact you back like you could eat that mm. fish that ate that straw and oh then now, now it you, hurts my heart you know? okay now i get it i get it because even my friend she gave me like a reusable straw mm-hmm. and like uh, sometimes i use it sometimes i don't but now yeah. i'm like mm, maybe i should start learning all this because yeah. my boyfriend thinks the same way too and he's all telling me this because mm-hmm. he when he, i when i have a straw he's like oh, babe i love you so much but why you have to take a straw it's like because i don't want my teeth to be cold and he's like don't mean <laughs> shit <laughs> but carry around your, carry around do you don't do you have you used re- I, I start I start carrying uh, my own um, cup from okay now. like I don't yeah, cool. I don't use water bottles anymore yeah. um, I use my faucet I not my faucet but my refrigerator water because it's filtered already yeah. you know and um, I'm like the only one in my family drinks it and mm-hmm. yeah so um, most of the plastic actually in the ocean comes from fishermen mm-hmm. disposing of plastic like nets and different stuff like that yeah so it's not it's crazy because like we can have an impact with reducing the amount of plastics and other toxic things but um also like it's going to take a lot of policy for real change to be made so Mm -hmm. what we need to do is like press our governments Mm -hmm. to start changing the behavior of large companies and others that have a bigger impact than each individual human. And then I know there's also already people protesting for this too as well, right? Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people. I know there's a, a lot of organization of this and everything. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you, Fanny. Let me see how it tastes. It's delicious. Okay. This I already finished mine, Fanny. Okay. more. <laughs> <laughs> it's Fanny, so good. Yeah. Fanny. I give you props. Yeah. Look at her. Amazing job. You know what yeah. we need in here? An ice cream. <laughs> ice cream. Oh, in like sherbet? Yeah. Oh, my God. We're yeah, going to do amazing. this after this. Okay. We already got plans now. Okay. <laughs> we are. We made plans. Got made it. plans. We're, we're going. <laughs> hey, my house is, is vacant. Wait, is that word? I'm vacant or vacant. <laughs> what is it called? Vacant. Know. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you good. Oh, we can go to your house, too. We can go to our house. Yes. That's right. Are the cats still there? Yeah, Aww. they are. They're so, growing up so fast. So you guys need to understand. God. So Jocelyn loves um, her fur babies. I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you this. I do. Um, she adopts them and she rehomes them too. I foster, well. foster. Yes, yeah, I don't yeah. like adopt them. Okay, you foster them and then you rehome them and everything, mm-hmm. and they go and you and you take a lot of care on finding a real good home for them. Absolutely. Like, yeah, because you put your time and your mm-hmm. heart into them. Um, even your husband too as well because he's like yeah every door has a cat <laughs> and yes. then and i know that the cat your cats have their own rooms <laughs> yeah some of them and well, like when i first went to your house i was like is there gonna be another cat popping out of this, this room <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're in the basement because we okay so we i've always wanted to foster because there are a lot of cats that make it to the euthanasia list mm-hmm. at, at the local shelter yeah. because they have an illness mm-hmm. like ringworm that can be cured mm-hmm. or like upper respiratory infection, which can go away if you just give them medicine. Mm-hmm. And because they don't have the resources and time and personnel to um, like cure the cats, mm-hmm. then they put them on the euthanasia list. And so then we take them from there so they don't, you know, get killed and take care of them while as they're uh, uh, 
rehabilitating, mm-hmm. and then we find the perfect home for them. Yeah. And our basement, we have two extra bedrooms down there, and so we've turned them into cat rooms, basically. I love you guys. <laughs> That's, I swear, like, I tell everybody, like, when we talk about you, sometimes we'll be like, yeah, you guys should meet Jocelyn. I'm like, I love her. Mm. I'm serious. I always want to say this. Um, the reason why um, Jocelyn is married today is because of me. <laughs> oh yes i love you emily i love you too uh, seriously uh connor and i were talking on and off for a few months and then yeah. i hadn't talked to him in like a month yeah and then you and i and dna and fanny want to go have sumos uh-huh. and then you and i were both like single we're like man whatever fuck this you yeah know? and then you i was like dude fuck it send that text Who send, the fuck? text him the Get that who, booty call. Who the <laughs> fuck cares? And look at now. <laughs> look at us now. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. I love you guys. Um, I, I have a quick question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kind of back to the... Uh, you said something earlier about biodegradable toilet paper. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about bidets? How do I feel about bidets? I love yeah. a bidet. Um... I support bidets wholeheartedly. I want one. I don't know about. I don't know about the impact of the water usage or whatever. But that's a lot of water they're using. But I don't. Yeah, I have not looked into it. But I do think that they need to be more prominent in America because I wish there was something that washed my booty after I poop. (laughs) (laughs) Like because you you know know, using a whole bunch of paper and wipes. That that's not enough. Yeah, that is not enough. No, I want to wash my ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and I want I want <laughs> I want a toilet that heats heats up for me too as well. Oh, you know, like, like a seat, seat? You didn't like see. a seat warmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I would yeah. never leave that toilet. I always have to bring it up because I actually do have a bidet. And you have you? a bidet? Okay. Rich, rich. Oh, we have to come over to your house and next I time. And I thought no, I'm bougie. They're, they're, so no, you can wipe your butt? They're cheap. They're, Are know, they really? It's just How like, much? It's just like an attachment. It's like 20, 30 bucks. Connor, we actually were talking yesterday about getting a bidet. Yesterday. Literally. You hook it up into your toilet. No electricity. He's, he's going to run through the door. Yeah. <laughs> some twigs in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. He was probably exploring nature <laughs> in the when, city. When Connor was exploring, I said, what you find? He's like, oh, nothing really. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Highly recommended. I definitely decrease cool. my toilet paper usage. Yes. I feel so a lot cleaner is better. We're, I agree. So when you have a girl over and she'd be like, where's your toilet paper? Use the bidet. No, there's toilet paper <laughs> there's there. You still, you still need something to like, you know, yeah. kind of pat dry and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah. I love that. Um, so we are we're building a compost in our backyard so we're going to start composting all of our scraps and like use jo- paper Justin, stuff. can we back up a little bit can you tell a little um to everyone what composting is and how that helps yeah, yeah. So me <laughs> <laughs> so um composting is where everything that is that okay everything that i don't know how to i've never had to define it but um put in a sentence <laughs> okay so like there are a lot of things that you can instead of throwing away in the trash like for example food scraps you're cutting an onion and then you use part of it and then part of it you throw away instead of throwing it away and ta- and letting it go into a landfill where it's gonna um, bio it's gonna like come apart and release co2 because it doesn't have any access to oxygen in a landfill um you're gonna put it in your backyard in a little 
compost with some leaves and some cardboard um, and some green stuff. And it's going to create really nutrient rich soil that you can then use to garden or. So like burning it? It's not burning it. It's it's um, naturally like becoming soil again. It's, mm. it's biodegrading it. So yeah. compost is what um, like what like sometimes you can build this in your backyard to mm-hmm. where uh, what, what do you use out of it to start building a, a compost? What, what can Just like wooden planks we're gonna mm-hmm. put around and then start filling it with all the uh, you need browns and you need greens so you need green leaves and you need like cardboard and like dead twigs and stuff so that's so it's 100 percent like just science literally yeah. like yeah. It, it, it makes just comes soil. down to yeah it just yeah. makes oh. really so you throw your trash dirt. there that's instead of the trash. Let me yeah. know when your grass is all, really green. I'm gonna do organic it. more material. Yeah. Yes. Will it help yeah. your grass to use that? Yeah. It makes soil. So yeah. Oh, so you. Soil. I mean, it's it's dirt, and mm-hmm. then you can use that to plant gardens, or you can donate it to your local, uh, local like community garden or whatever. You're so you can cute. sell it too. I swear, you're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's like so surprised that people want to save the environment. No. <laughs> She's like, what? Yeah. I'm You're like, so adorable. Mind blood, that's so Connor no, and I, no, that's, that's kind of our mission. Like yeah. we have our businesses that we love um, and we're passionate about. But deep down, what we really want to do is like conserve forests. We want to educate people how to live more sustainably. We want to just have a positive impact on not only other people, but the world as a whole. Mm-hmm. So like everything we're educating on ourselves ourselves on now is so that we can do it at a larger scale in the future when we have more resources and more experience right right so like what would you say to someone who wants to start saving the environment and Mm -hmm. how can they like start today because composting you know you have to read a lot about i have a lot of uh, my friends who also do it and Mm -hmm. and they've been talking to me about it like oh yeah because composting is a lot of work like the most that i do is recycle Mm -hmm. and the most that i do is use like reusable things yeah Um, for sure and but like you know which is one step for sure right um what would you say to someone who wants to get into you know just being more making more conscious choices yeah, so I have. Uh, what are I those choices? I have. I have two quick tips. Step one, um, it is finding books that you can just read to learn about it. You don't even have to change any of your actions. Just get a book, like slowly start sifting through it, and you will become more passionate about it because the more you learn about it, the more passionate you become. Yeah, because you start to feel bad. Absolutely. And, and, <laughs> not, and that, and also. Um, you learn that doing things that are good for the environment are also better for you. Yeah. And then, so step Cause, two. Because it's a toxic cycle. Like absolutely. You eat the fish, you eat the meat, you eat all that mm-hmm. stuff. They're eating bad things. Mm-hmm. You have to be. Um, what was I going to ask you about that? What book would you recommend that helped you that's yeah. digestible? Because you, yeah. you have some good ones that are um, easy to follow, mm-hmm. I guess I should say, instead yeah. of like chapter books. Um, I let me take one second because i'm i'm really bad at remembering the titles of books but okay so there's one that i read it takes about three hours to read it's called the climate diet 50 ways to trim your carbon footprint Mm -hmm. by paul greenberg um it's like a ten dollar book at barnes and nobles and Mm -hmm. it gives you 50 tips and most Mm. of them are like really quick and easy changes that you can educate yourself on so you could start there and then keep sifting through the 
uh, bookshelf that you find found that book on and you'll find more books about different things like soil composting all the all mm-hmm. the stuff but i have one more one more tip and that is reducing the amount of um red meat consumption mm-hmm. not only like is that tied like to like um getting cancer like a higher risk of getting cancer mm-hmm. and other negative diseases that will impact your body poorly but it's also better for the environment because of how much land is being destroyed to uh, raise cattle and how much methane they produce mm-hmm. and all those things. And that those are two simple things yeah. that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm super guilty of consuming much red meat. <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> Most are. people are. That, like, that's a part of their diet. It's like our a, culture, really. Yeah, it is. Like, that's a... Uh, my my family being mm-hmm. a Mexican, we eat a lot of red meat. Um, ever since I started getting into like working out and being like really conscious about my health choices yeah. for my body, I've stopped to eat or I don't eat red meat. I've switched mm-hmm. a lot of my recipes to white meat. But mm-hmm. it was uh, but I can't say that it's because I've realized that cows produce methane. Right. Because I mean, like it, bigger grand uh, yeah. grand scheme of things, like you just said, we as individuals can make conscious efforts towards it mm-hmm. but then there are big businesses yep. corporations that are the ones that are producing all of this yeah that that's where then there's the, mm-hmm. there's a lot of little steps that gotta get us there the biggest impact would be policy changing that allows that makes corporate uh, people also change their behavior mm-hmm. but yeah i agree with you Step one, though, is educating yourself because once we're educated then the, as individuals, then enough of us will give a shit mm-hmm. and then eventually the government will have to give a shit because yeah. we all will, will be a big voice, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel really guilty, guys. Now I'm not going to drink a straw. Thank you. My whole goal here was to just guilt everyone. No. 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 no, no I'm you, joking. You don't feel... Uh, not at all. Do not feel guilty. But honestly, like... You just don't know, you know. I didn't 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 know. Yeah, I didn't know. know. I didn't know how much, like all, yeah, all the things I do in like uh, everyday my everyday life. I didn't know I waste so much stuff, and Mm. now I'm like, hmm, I should really change into that because I do waste a lot of things, and Mm -hmm. I feel so bad. I would say we all do. We do. Like, like let's reframe that. Yeah, let's reframe that to we all do. We all do. You you buy stuff at the grocery store. Yeah. yeah. And you mm-hmm. buy all the things that it's packaged yeah. shit. And the so styrofoam. And it's like, I don't want to yeah. buy it in this styrofoam thing. It's mm-hmm. not your fault that their favorite, your favorite food comes in all this packaging. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not your yeah. fault. Yeah. It's yeah. the companies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's why when you buy all that stuff, that's why you recycle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That that's yep. why I recycle Absolutely. a lot. See, now but I also just mm-hmm. recycle a lot because I felt really guilty. I used to live in an apartment and we used to... um always buy uh, water bottles my roommate and i we mm. would buy tons of water because we that's all we drank was yeah. water and alcohol <laughs> <laughs> super healthy same super healthy <laughs> we are lips out epitome of health <laughs> yes and i just felt really guilty with how much um how much uh like water bottles we would throw away and so when i got my home i was like okay i am definitely going to invest in recycling and Mm -hmm. um just because there and and you do have to shop around like when you get a home you shop around for a lot of things you shop around for your trash you shop around for um you know like so much shit yeah homeowning sucks ass just kidding it's great it's great because um you know equity all that shit but it's also sucky a lot of Um, work (laughs) yeah don't don't live in an hoa area it's really pointless our hoa is okay 
Oh, you do live in HOA. Yeah, area. we do. Huh. Connor's running for the board this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm so passionate. It's I'm, so cute. I'm, I'm not, not surprised. surprised that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, not. you should do it. I'm like, sounds really boring. <laughs> <laughs> Connor's like, nah. Connor, you should make everyone in that neighborhood recycle. Part Literally. Of HOA. No. Okay. This is already. You should do that. We've talked about this. I'm like, okay, baby, you get in the board. Listen, and I'm going to be in the back making a whole, like writing a list of ideas. Mm-hmm. And we're going to start like a community, like solar panel project there you go we're gonna share renewable energy and <laughs> but like I, I don't even know about that industry but like yeah, i'm yeah. like <laughs> we're, it's gonna, gonna happen <laughs> we're gonna do it yeah yeah you should do it because you're in an hoa so you actually get to force stuff yeah <laughs> <laughs> which is not good but you know what i mean mm. that's why i wouldn't live in an hoa i'd rather make my decision our hoa <laughs> so we learned when we went to the first meeting once we moved in and um they were talking about a couple homes that were not following the rules at all they were like de- crepid like falling down like you know mm-hmm. uh exactly what you're not supposed to do in an hoa neighborhood and mm-hmm. they were like yeah we sent so many letters we can't do anything more and we're like really really mm-hmm. like they're like yeah we can't do anything more we can take them to court but that would cost us too much money so we're not gonna do it and city fees as well. i'm like oh, okay well good to know we can do whatever the heck we want and we <laughs> won't do anything <laughs> got it Jocelyn, that's awesome you're like i just want to know how much i could really push it yeah <laughs> that's great <laughs> Makes now me I wonder. <laughs> gonna uh, throw tons of parties. <laughs> Connor, all the people voting for you are gonna listen to this podcast and not vote for you because your wife is crazy. <laughs> She's not. Oh, <laughs> that's true support. Look at that. He was just so like, if the they don't support my wife, they yeah. don't support me. <laughs> so that's cute. Question. Question. Hashtag true love. Hashtag. Question. <laughs> Question. Do you have to live in the community to uh to vote? Oh, yeah. Man. Can I yeah. can I have my bill in one of you guys' names so I can say I didn't? <laughs> That's, <funny. laughs> That's funny. So okay, I think that like the best way then right to help us reduce our carbon footprint is some of that. Um, not to totally abruptly switch topics, but I think one last thing that we could probably end on mm-hmm. um, would be around your into motivational speaking right now. Or what, what's what's keeping you busy actually? Yeah. You're doing some different stuff right now. Yeah, I do uh, a lot of stuff. You do, you do a, a lot. lot of stuff. You tiptoe a lot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what what or dip your toes? I do dip my toes a lot. Dip Absolutely. your toes, not tiptoe. That's the wrong yeah. thing. I yeah, I love to dip my toes because. I never know whether I'm going to be passionate about something or not unless I try it. And um, so I'm I'm trying to figure out what my passions are in life. But um, I've been doing motivational speaking for about four years now. And uh, it was a lot before COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the most fulfilling things because at the end then people that – um, like you speak to an audience of a hundred people, uh, like five of them are going to come up to you and really be like, oh my gosh, you made me realize something about myself or, mm. um, can you please help me through this problem? You know, they come, come up to you afterwards and, and you really feel like you're actually having an impact and sharing the knowledge that you have acquired. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really awesome. And I finally, for the first time ever got paid for my first gig hey. a month ago. We should have like really... Um, we should have been recording when um, Connor opened the champagne bottle. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, oh, let, let's pretend there's I one. Did, oh, oh, you I did! Beautiful. Oh. Can you, you gotta you gotta drop that in at that moment, I'm please. 
<laughs> you are the man. You're you awesome, are. Dusty. He is. He's really Your great. Your podcast came out great. Like He's all the sweet. editing's amazing. Really? really great. Yeah. I know. We have an amazing Absolutely. producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. If you could give us some parting words. Yeah. Um, what? So you, you gave us some parting words about environmental sustainability. Mm-hmm. What would you say to someone who is afraid to pursue their passion, whether that be in business or yeah. in life or what, what yeah. would you say to help them overcome that? I would say we are all afraid. We are all just doing our best, but don't, don't let your fear stop you. And you can, you can do it and just do it one step at a time. Say, what's the next step? What's the next thing I have to do? Even if it's small, mm-hmm. go buy a book about sustainability. Mm-hmm. Go buy a book about business ownership. Read it. Mm-hmm. Make a list of ideas for my next for a business I want to start. Just step by step and keep doing the next little step that you think will guide you in the right path. And eventually you will get there yeah. by doing a lot of small steps. Well, Jocelyn, here's to you. Here's to Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank here. you. Pa arriba. Pa arriba. Pa abajo. Pa el centro. Pa adentro.